All right, everybody, another uh, edition of Maverick Magazine about to get underway here. Paul Allen driving the bus for you as we head into a busy weekend. Nick Burns, Connor Wachtel, and Jordan O'Grady joining me in studio here on the campus of beautiful Minnesota State, home of the Mavericks. This is Maverick Magazine. This is our uh, 54th year of doing this program, Birdsey. Yeah. I'm not sure if you were that. 54 years. It's pretty good. 54 years. A lot of people said it wouldn't last. <laughs> and we pro- proved them wrong, right? We? We've yeah. proven them wrong. Well, they still, uh, Karen still, and uh, Dwayne allow us to uh, um, continue on. So that's what really matters. But um, are we are we six weeks away from the uh, when we started this semester with the first couple of events, Bernsey? Where are we? about six weeks I into it, right? This is the seventh week now. I think seventh week. Yeah. Most people yeah. would say so far so good. Yeah. I'd say so. We no. haven't missed any events. No. Um, a lot of success. A lot mm-hmm. of success for almost all our sports uh, across the board. And uh, I would like to point out that we've actually started our so-called winter sports. Yeah. We're, uh, we're sort of into that crossover season already. Yes, for, yes for we guys are. like us. <laughs> Spies like us. <laughs> Bernsey, what do you want to talk about? What's well, the first thing on, on, the, on your agenda here that you said to yourself? I'm, here's what I would like to talk about this morning. You said... I'm going to mention the PA right out of the shoot. We're going to talk. Talk Maverick football. Maverick football. How about that? That's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shocker. Homecoming last weekend yes. was a, a really good game for us. Yes, it was. It was a good game. Concordia St. Paul uh, goes down. Yep. We got a good test tomorrow, I think, with Wayne State probably. Wayne State, would you characterize them as the surprise team of yes. the NSIC so far? Yes, I, I absolutely would. They're 4-1 right now. They're kind of on a roll right now, so to speak. Uh, they... The last two weeks, they've defeated uh, Minnesota Duluth on the road. You know, they good beat win, very good. Something win. we couldn't do. Yeah, we didn't do it. They nope. did. Yep. And then last week, they beat Winona State too at home. So good win Winona's, for them. Yeah, Winona State's not a slouch team either. And uh, Wayne State really taking advantage of some turnovers. They've scored twenty eight points in the second quarter against both Duluth and Winona. So that's probably pretty much been the big reason why they've uh, won those last two games. But. Uh, so yeah, four and one heading into this game against us. We're four and one. Uh, there's no unbeaten's left in the conference, so it's still wide open for a conference championship here. So this this game, uh, it, it's I mean, if you were to if you were to pick out a game on the schedule, I'm going to be totally honest. I wouldn't have picked uh, at the start of the season. I wouldn't have picked this game to be have huge repercussions. But here it is. Um, we got two teams tied for first place in the division and in the conference overall. You know, and this is it's going to be a big. Uh, Contest that into was the great wide open. Yes, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan told me that was one of his favorite Tom Petty songs. <laughs> yes, rest in peace, Tom. Okay, rest in peace, Tom. Um, I remember going down the um, um, schedule with you, Bernsey, uh, before the season started, and we were looking at where we were going to be yep. after a certain point and mm-hmm. um, um, uh, potential trap games. Going into it, which which games were pick them, which games we should win. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever talking about the Wayne State game. No, we d- we didn't. Funny how it goes. Yeah. Hey, well, that's what's great about sports. Yeah, you never know. You just never know. You never so, know. Uh, 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 give me three points from the Concordia St. Paul game. Three bullet points from the what we learned about our team from the win over Concordia Golden Bears and our homecoming tilt. What do you think? I think we got some good uh, punt returners on the team this year. <laughs> that, that, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, so back-to-back games with yeah. punt returns for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Tyshawn and Brooks uh, got a punt return this time. It almost kind of feels like there's a healthy uh, rivalry between uh, Tyshawn and, and uh, Niles Williams. Yeah. They both return punts for touchdowns like now. Tyshawn and Brooks, obviously, special teams player of the week this past Congratulations, year. Congratulations, Bernsey. Yep. 
Yeah, got on big, big, <laughs> got on the board. board. Got on the board. So Drop it was, in. Yeah, that's good SID in right there. <laughs> Drop it in. <laughs> so um, then I would, <laughs> I would say another uh, key point was that the Maverick defense just smothered anything that uh, the Concordia defense. offense defense. Uh, was trying to put together. I think they were like in single digit for rushing yards almost up until like the very end of uh, the the very end of the game, and then. Um, I guess uh, that that rush attack is just back in full force now for the Mavericks. We got I mean, depth. We have depth of running mm-hmm. back. Yeah, we do. We got. It's, it's interesting after losing a guy like Nate Gunn, and all of a sudden you say, "Well, actually, we're in pretty good shape, mm-hmm. right?" And it's not just one guy carrying the load either. No. You got Caleb Sleazer. You got Charles Coleman. Micah Cooper's taking some snaps. Snaps. Christian Basser. Um, then, uh, then you got uh, J.D. Akoa. I think J.D. He has. Uh, he has uh, six rushing touchdowns this year. Birdsey, did we get it figured out the stats finally? The the question that you had about uh, that game way back when? Yes. Against uh, MSU, was it MSU Moorhead? Uh, against Northern State. Against Northern State. We were trying to figure out the missing 40 yards, and really it was yeah. should have been credited to uh, Ryan Schlichty. Should or have been GDF. credited to Ryan Schlichty. So my, the stats I have are correct. Yes. So I have to so, correct, so, correct him on the other end. All right. Well, good job. Yeah. Good job. No, another out. case of good SID in. Yep. Yep. So. You, you like that part of your job, don't you? I, I like doing investigative research journalism. investigative journalism. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's not really journalism. Investigative well, SIDism. Investigative <laughs> research. How about that? I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Wayne State, um, they're three and one like uh, four, and four and one like us. Spies like us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what are we looking for tomorrow? Whew. It's going to It's going to be. Um, you know, uh, both our both defenses are doing pretty decent right now, and then. Uh, both teams uh, are Wayne State uh, is throwing the ball pretty good. They got a couple quarterbacks who both have uh, quite a few passing yards already this year. Uh, freshman quarterback too. Uh, I think his name is uh, Nick uh, Bon. He um, he's uh, kind of come in and uh, is really uh, stepped up and he's thrown like I think about five or six hundred yards in just like three or four games here. Mm-hmm. So so he's doing pretty good and you know and then of course the turnovers they've been getting a lot. I think they've gotten like a combined total of eight turnovers in the last two games. So the Mavericks just got to protect right. the ball and. Hopefully we should be okay. I like it. And then we're on the road next weekend. Yeah, on the road at Upper Iowa before we come back for the last two home games of the regular season wow. against Augustana and Sioux Falls. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, good luck to the Mavericks uh, tomorrow. Um, 1, p- 1 p.m. start at the 1 p.m. kick. 1 p.m. start. Okay. Um, a couple things I did want to mention here before we get to Connor and, and Jordan. Um, men's and women's cross country in St. Cloud yesterday. Mm-hmm. Pretty good meet, 6K course for the women. Um, we ended up finishing first. Second time we've actually won a meet this year. We went over at uh, Kenosha earlier, so I think we ranked 22nd. Nice. Yeah, first time we've been ranked in a long time, so that's, that's kind of, I think 2010, I think was the last time we were ranked. Um, Amanda Montplaisir, the junior who was um, in SIC women's cross country, Athlete of the week a couple weeks ago finished second there in pacing us to that championship. The men also won up in uh, St. Cloud. And Nikolai Schmansky, freshman, had his best outing, best outing for the Mavericks, finishing second. So uh, congratulations to them. That's pretty yeah. pretty big. We're getting close to the conference meet here. We're not <laughs> that far away for cross country. So It's crazy how fast it goes. It is. Um, Women's soccer team is home today, 3 p.m. versus Upper Iowa. Connor, uh, what's going on with um, our soccer team? It appears to me that we've got some um, work to do, right? Yes. Um, we're taking on the Upper Iowa Peacocks today. They uh, actually started 5-0 and 
the season, yep. and since then have lost uh, lost three consecutive games actually to U Mary, St. Cloud, and Minot State. Uh, the Mavericks are six two and one with a four one and one record in the NSIC, which is good for fourth in the conference right now. Um, U Mary, Bemidji, and Minot are all tied with. Oh, excuse me, Bemidji and U Mary are tied with sixteen points in the conference. While Minot State has eighteen, we have thirteen. So okay, well uh, we still we got, got some, we still got some yeah some room there. Do we play any of those teams we've coming up before? We have a chance to move up on them and control our own destiny. I think we tied Bemidji earlier yeah, this year. Here, yeah, yeah. There's and two, we two. still have Minot State and U Mary to play. Okay, so. okay, and then uh, Winona State's here. Yep, on they're Sunday. here. And traditionally, Winona State's one of our. I mean, it's a great rivalry in women's soccer we have with the Warriors, right? Yeah, and they're three and five this season, okay. um, struggling a little bit. They're two and four in the conference, and uh, yeah, so um, yeah, hopefully we can uh, get a win there. We're fifteen, fourteen, and one all time against the Warriors. Series dates back to nineteen ninety six. Uh, last time out, we beat them three nothing. And uh, it's changed. It's changed. We've had a lot more success against them here last couple yeah. of years. They've changed uh, the coaches, I think, over the. Last of the while, yeah, the mm-hmm. uh, one guy there that built the program did a great job. He's not there anymore. I don't nope. think. Yeah, we've won the last nine meetings of yeah. that series too. Yeah. So, yep. Um, let's stick with Connor a little bit and talk about women's hockey. Yes, sir. Connor, um, uh, pretty good weekend for the Mavericks. It turns out to be a pretty good weekend. You know, um, against Minnesota Duluth last uh, timeout, seven um, nothing loss to UMD, but uh, we bounced back. Hockey's yeah. hockey's a funny game where that can happen. Yeah, where you, you can get drubbed in the first game and then. We lost the two-game total goal series, but we ended up uh, splitting the, the conference series with the Bulldogs. Yes, sir. Um, so the Mavericks are actually received a vote in the USCHO poll this week for the first time since 2012. Nice. Uh, they're in the poll. Um, Mavericks lost 7-0 on Friday night. Won't talk about that too much. Um, and then 1-4-2 on Saturday night. Um, the Bulldogs scored first. The Mavericks uh, Tallied off three consecutive goals, and uh, Bulldogs got one more back before we scored an empty net to seal the deal with about five seconds left. Uh, Fleming had a big, big game in that uh, Saturday game for the win. Um, she actually moved into the 50-assist club uh, with a three-assist game there, and um, she's now third all-time in Maverick assists. Nice. She's a great leader for us. Yes. It's great to have her back. Great to have her back. Um, what do we know about Lindenwood? Lindenwood is 0-4 start the season. Uh, they haven't played any uh, conference action in the CHA. Um, they've taken on Wisconsin and St. Cloud State to open the season. So Wisconsin, that's that's a really tough matchup there. It's kind of hard to gauge that. And then uh, St. Cloud, we usually play pretty tough. Um, I'm hoping the Mavericks come out with uh, two wins this weekend. So we usually are pretty, pretty stout against... Uh, Lindenwood. Connor, I'm not sure how people are aware of this, but College Hockey America still exists, right? Yeah. For the women on the women's side, it started out as a men's league with Bemidji State. Yeah, but the Lindenwood, the Lions are in the College Hockey America, right? Yeah. Who else is in that league? On the uh, I've side? seen Mercyhurst, Syracuse. We play them later this year. Yep. Um, is Penn State in there? I think. Penn State. Maybe? Penn State's not in the Big Ten. They would be in the no, Big Ten. No, the, the, for women's hockey, I think they're in the CHA. Okay. Um, How about Long Island? That's a great question. I think they're in college. Are they in College Hockey America? Well, ne- next week, do a little homework. Yes. And, and you and I are going to talk here, live, about College Hockey America. You got it. How's that sound? Well, good luck to the Mavericks this weekend. Um, it is kind of, you know, uh, Lindenwood, not a lot of people know about that school. They're down in St. Louis. That College Hockey America, it really is College Hockey America because <laughs> it's spread out all over the country. <laughs> oh, <my> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, but it started out with the men's league when Bemidji State first went Division One. They didn't have a home. They weren't in the WCHA, and they started. Bob Peters started it on the men's side, but the women's side now have ownership. Hmm. How about that? Didn't know that. Okay. Good luck to the Mavericks. Be nice to pick up a couple wins. So our record, or say it again for our women's hockey team. Yeah, we're three one and one. Three one and or one. three one and zero. Oh, sorry, apology. Yeah, off to a good start. Yep. So another thing is that uh, quick start. So uh, we're looking for a list next week. Yes. Best sir. starts by the Mavericks. Best starts by the. By start by the yes. Mavericks, right? Hopefully we make it five one and zero. Oh. I am. I am superstitious. I wasn't even going to say that. But <sighs> you knew where I was headed. You knew where I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I think what I did there was sort of let people know that where I was headed without actually saying it. That, point. that that Connor is good radio. Jordan O'Grady <laughs> told me what to do. He schooled me on a lot of stuff over the years, and some of the things he told me. All the things you compliment me you on. How do I not have your you job? You want to give me all the secrets. <laughs> all in due time, grasshopper. I'm usually a very <laughs> superstitious person. Too, I am. So. I am. I know. You know. I know Jordan really. You know that stuff. Speaking of Jordan O'Grady, let's talk about let's yeah, talk about Jordan. Let's a talk bit. about let's me. Oh no, you meant volleyball. <laughs> Yeah, we want to talk a little volleyball tonight. Yeah, okay. Mavericks, I guess man. we can do that. We'll talk about I'll the put Mavericks. my ego aside. We want to talk about the Mavericks. Yeah, Mavericks are home this weekend. Yep, in that volleyball, they are. Right? Uh, coming back after two road swings, uh, facing very quality opponents. They, um, Northern didn't get ranked, but they received another 70-plus votes in the top 25, so essentially playing three top 25 teams over the past two weekends, and you uh, add in the MSU Dragons there for little easy 3-0 win. But, um, yeah, coming home to face two of the – probably two of the lowest-rated teams in the NSIC with both having a combined record of 1-26. Not that that means anything. Of course, you got to play the match. But um, when you look at it on paper, it should be two favorable uh, victories. Um, there's, there's not a whole lot to say there when you're playing teams of that caliber, uh, that low of caliber. But you just got to come out and – Play your play your match and do the things right and execute and jump out early and put them down early and that's really probably the keys keys to playing teams like this. Of course, you don't want to play to their level as some teams do. I'm not saying us in particular do that, but you know, you just got to come out and dominate from the first serve and get on top and put them down one, two, three. Hopefully, and um, yeah, again, we're closing in. Mara Kwam closing in on it. I think she's down to 67 digs, somewhere in that range, if I'm not mistaken. So, still, there there could be a chance, but in uh, in all practicality, with uh, success, probably. Maybe Might be weekend. another couple weekends. Who knows how it Talking goes. Talking about uh, the career digs yes. record here at MSU and Mara, um, our libero, number one libero, has um, got her sight setting on, yeah. on that. She'll, she'll get it before the end of the year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, um, any other stats stand out for you so far? No. Nah, I mean, hitting, hit, hitting wise, hitting wise, the percentage isn't too too high because honestly, a lot of the matches we play are either three zero in our favor or zero three. Unfortunately, and it's kind of the nature of the season. There's really no comparatively to the preseason where we had a thing for going five sets with everyone. It's gone polar opposite, and so. Nothing, nothing uh, substantial top, able to accrue. Our top two offensive threats. Uh, Mariah Edgington and then uh, Torn Richards has played a considerable she's amount of time as a freshman. Yeah. She's she's shown some good outside hitting and really 
driven home some kills. She's from Cleveland, Minnesota. Yes. Which yep. a, lot, a lot of people, Jordan, you're not from here, but do you nope. know how big Cleveland, Minnesota is? Not a clue. It's tiny. <laughs> it's I tiny. I have a feeling we're going te- in that direction. And, and typically we don't get, uh, you know, it's a pretty good story. Um, Torn's obviously athletic, and they have a great mm-hmm. high school athletic program in Cleveland in a lot of different sports. Interesting. And she's a player. Yeah. A- and uh, it's difficult to play at this level as a freshman, and she didn't start the season. Uh, uh playing a whole lot but she's come right. on and and i always talk about sports one of the great thing about it is you see kids emerge and what they do with opportunity because yeah. not everybody does it some kids get the opportunity yeah. and they just don't take advantage of torn i think is one of those kids that's yeah performed when called upon right and i mean when you look at you look at the team and you know you kind of say oh well senior here so we got experience this that and the other but given the nature of the season so far the highs and lows and the ups and downs with it is that coach phelps is given these opportunities excuse me Let's try and speak yeah, properly I again. I've uh, given these yep. opportunities yep. to these freshmen and sophomores, these underclassmen, the going, and you know what? We're down 2-0, and you know what? Things aren't looking good to claim victory in this. Let's see what we got here. Let's try something else. Yeah, and the Kaya Durant certainly came on early. Early on, she's third in the conference in blocks as a freshman, which, I mean, that's huge, and that's huge defensively She's a weapon. Them. I mean, she's yeah. a weapon, and, 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 and she's young, a young player, yep. and uh, – She's a difference maker, I, yeah. I think, in this league. Oh, she's only going to get better. I yep. mean, she's she's stuffing some of the best hitters and, yep. mi- and other middle blockers in the conference. And, yeah, it's future's looking good. They got some young players, and who knows what else they bring in for recruits next year. Not trying to look too far ahead, but there's promise, and yep. you mix it in. And, again, with Torrin, she's kind of like a, almost the same archetype, prototype as Mariah's, so both got another year together she's after taller this. than Mariah, I think. Yeah, she's a little taller, bit, yeah. a little yep. bit. Yep. And um, so who knows? You may have two good outside hitters. You got a good young middle blocker in Kaya. So who knows? The future's looking bright, but there's still time. Still time here. You gotta wear my shades. Gotta put my shades on, yeah. buddy. <laughs> gotta put my shades on. <laughs> Speaking of shades, um, let's take a look at us uh, as we turn our lonely eyes towards men's hockey. Men's hockey. Big weekend with the Mavericks uh, home opener against a really difficult opponent in St. Cloud State coming to town. One of our uh, most often played. Uh, opponents over the years. Uh, we started our hockey program back in the late 60s. St. Cloud State was up and running before then, but we started playing uh, St. Cloud State right away, uh, even though we weren't in the same league. And But over the course of time, we've ended up in the same league. We played uh, against St. Cloud State uh, back off, uh, very often when we were both in the NCHA, not the NCHC, Connor, the NCHA, which was our division three league with um, Eau Claire and Wisconsin River Falls and Wisconsin Superior and St. Scholastica, the, a good D3 league, so, oh, and Wisconsin Stevens Point. Um, and Can't forget uh, the pointers. And the pointers. And then, of course, uh, they, they went Division One before we did, got into the WCHA before uh, we did. Their fans won't let us forget that, by the way. <laughs> and uh, when we got in the WCHA, uh, you know, we played them every year, and, and now we're in different leagues, but uh, we've, we've continued to play them in non-conference games. And uh, lo and behold, uh, here we are this weekend with uh, two polls come out at the beginning of the week in, in men's college hockey. There's the, the coaches poll, and then there's the U.S. College Hockey Online poll. We're number one in U.S. College Hockey Online. St. Cloud State is number two. In the coaches poll, St. Cloud State is number one, and we're number two. So um, just a great matchup early in the season here, and it'll be a great test for us. Of course, St. Cloud State beat us in the national semifinals last year um, and then lost to UMass in the championship game. 
Uh, there's lots of ties here, by the way. Of course, we opened the season with two wins at UMass out in uh, Massachusetts last weekend. And um, our head coach, uh, Mike Hastings, is a St. Cloud State grad. Um, and, of course, uh, we have our history with uh, St. Cloud State as uh, both members of the uh, NCH. A and uh, they're a sister school educationally, but we're both members of the state mm. university system, so that's kind of tool. Yep. That's cool too. So uh, big weekend uh, last weekend. The Mavericks go on the road, open the season with two wins at um, the University of Massachusetts. You know anything about University of Massachusetts, Jordan? Um, I lived relatively close that's to it when I lived in Boston, but yeah. other than that, yeah, they're not that f- they're not that far from Amherst, um, right? Yeah, Amherst. Yeah. Yep, is just outside of Boston and also close to Springfield. Yep, which is Burns. You know, Springfield is the home of the basketball Simpsons. Hall. Simpsons. Oh, yes. All right. We were going there with the no, Simpsons. No, no, we, we were. We, we were going to the, the basketball, basketball hall. Oh, okay. yeah, you, should, you should know better than fault. that. That's my fault. That is your fault. I didn't know you say where Springfield that. is home of what? I know, and I'm, I'm like sorry. the Simpsons. That's my mistake. Yeah, yeah. Got tossed. I apologize. I know where you're I'll put on my hair shirt. I knew where you were heading. I'm just trying to be funny. Darn it. Well. Uh, mission account. I think it was oh, good. well that played. Was good. Well played. Yeah. Touche. Yep. So, um, <laughs> anyways, we go. We University of Massachusetts, defending national champs, go into the season ranked number one and uh, pick up a, a two nothing win uh, the first night. Uh, sort of spoiled the night for the the Minutemen. It was their banner raising night, and uh, we put a damper on that one, Bernsey. That's always kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's like, hey, you you got to hang a banner. That was last year, man. They were asking for it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, you, you, knew did, you did, They didn't beat us to get it. <laughs> no, in fact, that was our first meeting with those guys. Um, and then the next night, you knew you get a pushback from them. Prideful mm-hmm. program that they are, and and uh, they don't want to lose on their no. home ice and defending national champs. And they come out and they build a three nothing lead into the second period. And uh, Nathan Smith scored a goal right for the end of the the period to make it three one. And um, we scored five unanswered goals in the third period to win at 6-3. So a uh, great way to start for Minnesota State. We're ranked number one in the U.S. College Hockey online poll, as I mentioned, and, and um, drawing a lot of attention, and rightfully so, as a, as a team that went to the Frozen Four last year, um, ranked fifth in the preseason polls this year, and uh, right there now where we want to be, and a, a stiff test uh, this weekend with St. Cloud State coming to town. St. Cloud State picked up a couple of wins, um, to open the season uh, playing against St. Thomas. Yeah, the Tommies. Yeah. The Tommies making their um, Division One debuts in St. Thon. St. Uh, Cloud beat uh, St. Thomas. The Battle of the Saints, apparently. I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I think it was 12-2 the first game. And then like 2 nothing the second uh, game. 2 nothing or 2-1 or something like that. In the yeah. second, 2 nothing maybe in the second game. So um, um, St. Cloud State enters this weekend uh, undefeated 2. And uh, it's a home opener, so we're expecting... Um, uh, big crowds, uh, both tonight and tomorrow night. Seven oh one, I think the start time. We switched into start time, by the way. Seven oh one for the. We're doing that for the CCHA too. CCHA. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Maybe not. That's just the women rates are, are on the one. I think we're, maybe we're seven oh seven. I think it's listed as seven oh seven and six oh seven. Okay. Okay. The um, women are throwing everything off at the one time. <laughs> gosh darn it! It's tough keeping track of all this. I mean, yeah. uh, we've got. Uh, um, nine um, home events, four today, four tomorrow, another one on Sunday over the course of the next three days. And, and uh, so jam-packed weekend in the key city uh, with everything going on. And we're excited with the home opener for the men and women who already had their home opener. Um, and then uh, next week for the men, um, 
I think after the first three weekends, we'll know where we stand as a program. I think two great wins at UMass and then this weekend at St. Cloud State. The next weekend, the icebreaker up at UMD for our men, mm-hmm. playing a, a really good team from Providence in that first uh, matchup, uh, I think 4 o'clock in Duluth on uh, next Friday, a week from today, and then we'll play the winner or loser between Michigan and Minnesota Duluth in, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. So a big weekend. So right out of the shoot, of course, all those teams are ranked in the top 20, I think. So and uh, Michigan's uh, received a lot of hype because um, uh, they're a little bit young, but they have, I think, seven first-round picks on that yeah, roster. So Wow. Yeah, including Owen Power, who was taken number one overall uh, by the uh, Buffalo Sabres this summer in the NHL draft um, following his freshman year last year uh, at Michigan. Uh, he decided to come back. They've got a couple guys who um, you would think maybe could be playing in the NHL this year, including Owen Power. But um, they got they talked those guys into coming back. Last year was such an unusual year. Owen Power, I've heard some of the stuff he said as to why he would want to come back. And he said it'd be kind of cool to experience what college hockey is actually like with fans in the building and stuff with COVID. We didn't really have that mm. last year. So it's plus, fun. plus it's fun. That's it's fair point. It's points. fun being a college hockey player, I think. Right. I would hope so. Yeah. I've been interested to see how some of our young guys um, react to that this weekend a little bit. I mean, obviously they were out at Pittsburgh and had some crowds out there last year, but our building, our building's going to be packed. I think it, yeah. I saw somewhere where uh, we got rid of all of our student tickets here the other day, and it took like seven minutes to yeah, get them all. So yeah, it's going to be. And, and we have uh, some banner raising going on ourselves this weekend. A lot of stuff accomplished last year with uh, uh, another WCHA regular season title. And of course, a regional title, yeah. um, um, with those uh, two wins in uh, Loveland, Colorado, or, or uh, Quinnipiac and uh, Minnesota, uh, to advance to the Frozen Four for the first time. So it was kind of cool. I, it's funny throwing out these Eastern teams. I look at Jordan whenever I, I mention <laughs> somebody like Providence or somebody like uh, Quinnipiac. Uh, Jordan, you know all that stuff, right? Yeah, for, for the, the most schools. part, University of Vermont and Hockey East, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, been to the gut a few times, talk about a few historic hockey venues, at least in the East Coast. Gutterson Fieldhouse is definitely top-notch, good environment, a bit rowdy. It was funny. Um, so, we've been there. We played in the Christmas tournament there a couple times at Vermont. Oh, wow. We faced off against the Catamounts before, and yeah. the newspaper in, um, in it's Burlington, right? Burlington Free Press. Is there a place called the Vermont Critic? Is there a uh, newspaper called the Vermont Critic? Are you um, with that? Maybe not a ma- major, maybe it's, maybe it's air a, quotes, air major quotes, publication. Yeah, yeah, there, there. Was a, there was a guy sitting beside me. He apparently was a writer for the Vermont Critic. Interesting. I honestly never even heard I of it. There's so much different on the West. I'm, I'm going to look it up when we get back to the <laughs> office. I'll show you, Jordan. You don't hey, know, I you believe don't know, you. You don't know everything. Um, anything else uh, we want to mention before we get going? Um, Hall of Fame went really well last Friday. Just a great event. Um so we're we're uh, we're past the Hall of Fame. We've talking about moving the Hall of Fame event, maybe potentially, to a different weekend than Homecoming, maybe next next year. Hmm. We've done it before, both on Homecoming and non Homecoming. I like the idea of it not being Homecoming because because then the Hall of Famers become the focus, yeah, uh, not just part of the Homecoming event. They become like, for example, you have your Hall of Fame game for, f- for football, and it becomes so they become the focus. So there's some good things. So stay tuned. If you're interested in what goes on with that, because uh, it, it might be something that we decide to do, but we'll keep you posted. Yep. All right, guys. Um, oh, women's swimming and diving. Oh, open yes. season opens their season today at uh, the University of South Dakota in Vermilion. Five p.m. start. Nice. Reigning, reigning, and defending NSIC champs. 
We want to uh, see where we are at the end of the season because we want to send kids to the NCAA. Meet. Absolutely. Okay. We did have. Did we talk about uh, the Olympics? And, uh, and yeah, I and think MSU we, women's swimming. Yeah, uh, Cheyenne Rova competing in the one hundred uh, freestyle. That? We had a couple um, of people at, at the Olympics this past uh, summer in uh, Tokyo with Cheyenne Rova and and Emmanuel Matadi too. Emmanuel Matadi, yeah. Um, of course, Cheyenne uh, competed for Fiji mm-hmm. in the sprints. Yep, one hundred uh, freestyle, yeah, or it was no, it was the fifty free. Fifty free. Yeah, I think it was the fifty yeah, free. And free. Emmanuel Matadi. Um, um, actually uh, ran in the 100-meter heats and then got hurt. Yeah. So I think he was done. So kind of a cool thing. Uh, he had competed before in the Olympics, but it was the first time with Cheyenne competing that we had mm-hmm. a female compete at the Summer Olympics. Yep. It's kind of cool. So proud of our Maverick student-athletes. Okay, msumavericks.com is the website. At Min State Athletics is the, yep. is the uh, Twitter handle. Yep. M-I-N-S-T Athletics. If you're interested in that type of stuff, it's on Twitter. Jordan is a big Twitter guy, so keep that in mind. Watch all this stuff. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Thanks very much. We'll catch you again next uh, Friday on another edition of Maverick Magazine. Until then, it's great to be a Maverick.